Coming up in this podcast, Brexit, Rio Reshuffle, McMahon and Peter Fogarty's new business ambitions. Welcome to Mark My Words, the weekly podcast from Business News with Mark Pownall and Mark Beyer discussing the important business news and data stories from Western Australia. Hi, I'm Mark Pownall. And I'm Mark Beyer. Welcome to our weekly podcast where we cover the events of the week and look at some of the key news coming up. Well, Mark, the Brexit vote on Britain's membership of the EU has been a disruptive uh, thing for the markets this week. What's your thoughts? Well, what a shock. Nobody saw this coming. It's it's not often that you come into work and things take you completely by surprise. All of the commentary in the lead-up, particularly over the last few days, was that the UK would stay in the European Union. That's what the markets had priced in. So when the vote came out to uh, exit, uh, the markets reacted dramatically. You know, the pound crashed. Um, stocks um, across Asia, including in Australia, were very weak. Uh, and gold was the big winner. Uh, always the story. Gold is the safe haven. And a lot of Aussie dollar gold miners, um, Evolution, Northern Star, Regis, they were big winners. So Friday was a very dramatic day on the markets. Not the kind of thing we see often at all. And from here on in, Lots of uncertainty. This is really just the start of a long, very complicated process. It's a bit like a two-year divorce negotiation. So lots of uncertainty, lots of doubt, and it's going to be fascinating to see how it unfolds. Yes. Well, look, anyway, I mean, it, it's, um, it's, it's not what the world needs in terms of, you know, another little shock. But every commentator that I've uh, sort of looked at from an Australian point of view is it's sort of not that material, but never except for the immediate shock part of it. It'll be more of a problem for the British when they if they have to unwind their relationships. Now, um, Mark, big changes at Rio Tinto uh, with Andrew Harding cut and Joanne Farrell elevated. What's that all about? So Sam Walsh has retired as chief executive. Um, or sorry, at the end of June, retiring. Uh, Jean-Sebastien Jacques is the new chief executive globally for Rio. And yeah, he's stamped his mark on the organisation. So a very big surprise when he came out and said that Andrew Harding would be moving on. Andrew, of course, uh, has run the, the iron ore business from Perth. He had been seen as a candidate to succeed. Sam Walsh um, obviously missed out there and um, is now out of the business entirely. So a very big surprise. So the new boss of Iron Ore is Chris Salisbury. Now, he's, pre- he's run many different parts of the Rio um, organisation globally, uh, most recently the coal business on the east coast of Australia. So he'll become a very important person in Perth business. Uh, another little tweak that got a bit lost in some of the commentary, the Iron Ore business is now just the Pilbara, uh, the Canadian iron ore business has been shifted to another division, okay. um, the division that has sort of the, the odds and sods that don't fit in the major parts. Uh, but yeah, amidst all this as well, Joanne Farrell, um, Perth-based um, senior executive, has now gone on to the executive committee and is managing director for Rio Tinto Australia. So she's moved up in the world. So that's uh, something that got a bit lost, but very significant. All right. So she's the number one Rio person in Perth then? Yeah, it's a bit of a matrix structure they've got here. Right. Uh, for, for Rio Tinto issues generally, she's the number one person. But, it, but for Iron Ore, um, it'll be Chris Salisbury as the main person. Gotcha. All right. Well, interesting times. Uh, now, 
Staying with mining, uh, contractor McMahon had a, had a huge problem in Nigeria after several workers were kidnapped. What more do we know? Yeah, look, once again, another huge shock. Um, the, Nigeria has had a, a very poor reputation for a long time, um, been seen as an extremely risky jurisdiction in which to operate. And anyone that goes there, and McMahon would be in this category, is aware of those risks and takes great steps to try and address it. But in this case, when you've got a convoy of mine workers attacked by reportedly 30 gunmen, the driver, who was also a McMahon employee, was killed and seven others abducted. Um, Terrible, terrible situation. Um, And I'm sure it'll make uh, McMahon and many others think very, very carefully about where they do operate in future. Um, So the, the scenario, most likely, there'll be a a ransom demand and long-running negotiations, I imagine. But to get some context on this, um, Alberto Calderon, who heads up Orica, you know, one of the world's biggest mining services companies, uh, he was in Perth during the week, spoke at the WA Mining Club, and we asked him about this. Now, his business operates in 100 countries. They do not operate in Nigeria, and he said he's got no intention of going to Nigeria So when you get that sort of comment, he said many other countries across Africa, very peaceful, good situation, but Nigeria is a step too far. Yep. Yeah, fair enough. Now, um, former tech entrepreneur and a winery owner, Peter Fogarty, has moved into the water business. It's hard to keep him down. What's he doing? He's uh, tapped into, bad pun. (laughs) Look, the state government has a program called Water for Food. There's about 10 projects around the state where they're trying to find smart ways of of, uh, accessing typically um, underground water supplies more efficiently to boost agriculture. A lot of it's up in the north of the state. Um, The West Kimberley is is a big area. And, of course, the Ord is is a perennial um, effort there to more efficiently harness the water supplies up there. In the southwest, Wellington Dam, um, inland from Collie. It's the state's second biggest dam um, after the Ord River Dam. And the water is uh, full of salt. So a big chunk of it can't be used. Um, and it's been on the agenda for 20, 30 years. People have known about this big problem. And there's been numerous studies. It's always been felt too expensive. But Peter Fogarty, um, who's you know, got a great track record, he was with ERG. He's now one of the state's biggest wine producers. Um, he's done a lot of advisory work in the agricultural sector. And that's partly what got him into this. He's pulled together a fascinating uh, project it involves coal miners, it involves power stations, the water corp, um, farmers, um, building one new dam, building a desal plant. He described it as a bit like a game of chess. Um, so they've got the go-ahead to do a final feasibility study on this project. If it goes ahead, they'll need to invest somewhere between 300 and 400 million. But the upside is... Um, there'll be a greatly improved supply of fresh water and a big boost for some of the existing farming operations and potential for a lot more. So, you know, a really exciting opportunity. And, you know, we're all talking about we need to diversify and agriculture is an opportunity. If you can harness water more efficiently, then I think we can realise some of that opportunity. Yeah, no, great story. All right, look forward to that. 
Um, and look for our listeners. Uh, look out for our Rising Stars winners. The big night is Wednesday, so we'll have all the news out the following morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Mark My Words with Mark Powell and Mark Beyer from Business News. For more information, please go to businessnews.com.au forward slash podcasts. And to receive these regularly, search for Business News WA in iTunes or SoundCloud.